Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hello, hello, I am Dan Day, and yes, it is Monday, but look at the silver lining. It's a Miami Monday, so you can hashtag Miami Monday at Dan Day Radio on a Twitter. Let me know what makes you so Miami, and if I like it, I may just read it out on the air. Plus, going to have some good local Miami music throughout the show, and going to tailor everything a little extra Miami to get you through what is usually the worst day of the week so in just a few minutes we'll hear from the joe rose show talking dolphins football and football in general with scott pioli the dan levitard show will have weekend observations then hawk and dono will celebrate national french friday right now let's celebrate some headlines washington's nfl team will change its mascot due to its racial implications no new mascot has been named yet the heat held their first team practice over the weekend in the orlando bubble Bam Adebayo and Kendrick Nunn did not participate due to illness. The Marlins had an inter-squad practice this past weekend. They opened the season August 24th at Philadelphia. Miami Northwestern safety Cameron Kinchins has committed to the U. He will be part of the 2021 class. The Patriot League will not play fall sports. Army and Navy are exempt and the two schools can participate in sports if they so choose. Lakers point guard Rajon Rondo broke his thumb during practice and will miss six to eight weeks. The NBA restart in Orlando begins July 30th. Tonight, in the MLS's back tournament, LAFC faces Houston at 8, followed by the LA Galaxy versus the Portland Timbers at 10.30. Inter-Miami plays Philadelphia tomorrow at 10.30 p.m. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah, Saturday in Ocala. Florida man drove his car into a Catholic church, then set it on fire with parishioners in the pews. And I thought I had a rough weekend. A runaway goat in California was recently found at a Dunkin' Donuts. West Coast goats run on Dunkin'. Don't blame them. After being told their father had died due to blood pressure issues, a family in Colombia recently broke into a hospital morgue to retrieve his body. To their surprise, he was actually still alive. Note to self. Don't have any medical work done in Colombia. Ever! A Tokyo art exhibit was unveiled, where at midnight people were invited to steal the artwork. Police were called out not to stop thieves, but rather for crowd control because too many people came to steal. Man, cops just can't catch a break these days. An arm wrestling match in Kentucky recently turned sour, leading to a fist fight and gunshots. The twist? The two men were father and son. Ah! A typical Kentucky Saturday evening. 
Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, chance of rain, temperatures in the low 80s. Monday mornings. Oh, the best part of them, though, the Joe Rose Show weekdays from 5 to 10 a.m. They caught up with NFL insider Scott Pioli talking about does the NFL need a preseason? Also, how the pandemic affects the Dolphins. Will Tua start this season? Cam and Bilicek and Mahomes, good or bad contract? Thank you very much for your time, Scott. As always, is it okay if I call you a slappy? Oh, absolutely. Hey, once a slappy, always a slappy. <laughs> I just mean, wanted it, to make it, sure. It, it never leaves your blood or your identity. Scott, as long as you don't start talking about playoffs, are we really talking about playoffs? Uh-huh. Hey, I got to tell you what, guys. I was listening the uh, the last 20 minutes here because uh, you know, I, I always like to listen to you guys before I jump on and find out what the hot topic is or if there's going to be any surprises. That had me... I couldn't focus on the work I was trying to do while I was listening because I was laughing so hard. I mean, those meltdowns are classic. I didn't hear the Bobby Knight one, but that's probably not, you know, that's not one you can, you could, you'd have to bleep the entire thing. But those were classic. All the older guys, like you mentioned Bobby, and we were talking about Earl Weaver earlier, and, and some oh, of the old yeah. Tommy Lasorda. Like, they were going to let it rip, and they didn't care if it was pregame, postgame. If something was bothering them, you were getting F-bombs. I don't know what the rules and regulations were in the 70s, but, oh, my God, they, they, they were letting it rip, and uh, – uh, and it was crazy, but thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> and, and I got to say, the Lasorda one was a bit has always been a favorite of mine because I, growing up a Mets fan and being a Mets fan, we've never, you know, I'm, I'm 55, so in my lifetime there hasn't been very much to be happy about at all. So when when Dave Kingman hits three home runs off the Dodgers and it causes a great time in Lasorda to meltdown, that's a good day. Not to mention <laughs> he used to hit him about nine and a half miles. Those home runs Dave Kingman hit. <laughs> King Kong used to hit him a long, long way. We got a lot of stuff we want to jump on with you here real yeah. quickly today. Um, starting with potential of, of two preseason games, no preseason games. I just worry, and selfishly, if everything works out and we do play, the rookies need some work, man. Like, they need a little preseason. What do you think happens? Or I understand both sides of it, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think what's paramount here is, you know, the league always talks about what the, the Player safety is paramount. This is the most important thing. And when it comes to playing the season, if we are going to live by what we say, you know, we talk about protecting players in terms of hits to the head, hits to the body, all of these different things that affect their health. This is a health issue. So we have to be, you know, primarily concerned with player safety. I think what there's a lot of really smart people at the Players Association, at the league office, within 32 clubs, where if they have enough discussions, they can figure something out really smart. I agree. You know, two playoff, I mean, two preseason games and a shortened preseason in certain ways, you know, you better be careful what you wish for if you're a player because what could happen is that gives you a very, very small window in order to prove yourself, in order to, to make the roster and to play. And there's a lot of players who are fringe players. Every year we see a team where a player wins a job as a late-round draft pick or a rookie free agent. And those players aren't going to have that opportunity. My hope is that the league will come up with an idea with the PA 
to maybe carry some players at the beginning. If we start late, if we have limited number of preseason games, maybe we can find a way at the beginning for the first month of the season to allow each team to carry a roster that's a little bit heavy that ha- allows them to have a greater number of practice squad players or players that they can protect to continue to try and develop. Scott, I got to ask you this. I mean, hypothetical wise, if you were in the front office of a team, let's say like the Dolphins who are rebuilding, who are kind of 11 draft picks, all kinds of new free agents. I know it's never a good time to have a pandemic, but man, bad timing for a team that's trying to put their team back together from kind of scratch with all these new players. You got to feel for Brian Flores a little bit, right, during this pandemic, knowing that he's trying to turn this whole thing around with all these new guys and all this short time period now, hopefully, or not hopefully, that the NFL is placing on these teams because of this pandemic trying to put this team together. Yeah, well, here's what I do know is, other, you know, people on the outside that care about Brian are going to feel a little sorry for Brian, but Brian is not going to feel sorry for Brian. And he, this is, you know, I've known him since uh, he, he graduated from Boston College. And here's the thing about Brian. He is smart and he's an optimist. And what he understands is challenges in life. I mean, you don't come from uh, the Brownsville section of, of New York City and, and Brooklyn where he came from and survive and raise, you know, climb to the heights that he's climbed to without obstacles. Brian is really smart about it. He understands, okay, I've got this challenge. This is a young football team. You know, where's the opportunity in this? He also understands um, that there's 31 other teams that are living the, the same way. And he's going to say, okay, what are the things that we can make positive out of this? And I'm going to embrace them, the things that are negative. Hey, they are what they are, and, and we're going to find a way. And this is difficult. For, again, the number of picks they have, the number of high picks, they want to have people in the players in there developing. These are the circumstances. So, yes, it's a difficult thing, but I, I guarantee you that Brian's not feeling sorry for himself, and he's not allowing the players to feel sorry for themselves, nor the coaching staff, because he knows that this is a result-driven business, and he knows that whenever they do get on the field, they're going to have to produce. Scott, do you believe Tua without having thrown any passes yet to this team and missing the OTAs and mini camps and looks like won't get as many snaps in preseason now will have a chance to beat out Fitzpatrick to start this season? Or would that surprise you? I, here's what I, I don't know who's going to win the job, but here's what I, I think is the longer that the there's time off and they're not playing games, I actually think this plays into Tua's hand a little bit. Because, really? again, he is coming off. Uh, here's why. Again, remember what he's – it's going to be tough for any rookie in terms of get, getting the chemistry with the receivers, getting the chemistry with his team, getting the physical part of, you know, timing and all of those things and learning the game. Now, remember – this is a very, very smart football p- player that comes from a really good and demanding football program. But again, what was the biggest concern about Tua? His injury. Will he be back in time? I think every extra day, every extra week, every extra month that he can get for his body to continue to heal actually works in his favor. And, and again, this goes back to the question you asked about Brian Flores, right? I think the pandemic is is an issue for every team, all right? But there's this other bigger global thing we have to worry about, which is let's worry about the things that really matter and, you know, in this country. When it comes to your job and doing your job, we're in this situation now where you have to find the positives and you have to run with the positives, right? So 
he's not going to have time on the field. He's not getting the time with the chemistry, but his body's getting time to heal. So I, I see this as an advantage for him. I, I, I really do. I almost thought you were going to say I was going to finish that sentence for you and say Fitzpatrick because I would I would almost think it's a complete opposite because of Fitzpatrick knowing Chan Gailey's offense and, and with no time to really prepare, no OTAs and none of this. I know he's been at Davy and at the facility. That's been reported. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I almost thought that it would be the opposite of that. But so it's almost weird hearing you say that it's good for Tua. But here's what I'll say. Does this, is this going to help in, again, when are we starting the season? Are we having a season? When the season starts, regardless of whether it was today or a month from now, Fitzpatrick is going to be ahead. He's going to know right. more. He's going to be more comfortable. That's the fact. He's going to have a, a step ahead in this foot race. But again, who is a kid? This is going to be his first season. We are looking not only at this season, but long range for the Miami Dolphins. So, again, the more time that he can maybe avoid getting hits, meaning Tua, I think, again, so I'm looking at the long game. I'm looking at the intermediate and long game because I think regardless of whether they were in training camp starting tomorrow, Fitzpatrick will always have, will always have a step ahead in this season. But at some point in time, that gap, that gap is going to be con- continuing to close. So, again, what I'm thinking about the future, and, and I guess that's the, the prism that I'm looking at. Scott, I want to ask you about the other big story. Speaking of uh, coaching and, and quarterback, that's Bill and Cam together now. Cam Newton, most people have been raving about the move by Bill Belichick. What would you think, and were you surprised? How do you feel it's going to work out? No, I think it's going to work out well. And, and here's the thing. I thought that as as each week went by, the likelihood of that potentially happening greater and greater. And, you know, I said it on CBS and, and, and doing some work that before this happened that it wouldn't surprise me as it, if it happened as it moved forward. Again, having worked with Bill all of those years, I think, no, I know that Bill is far more flexible than the public sees him. There's certain things that he's not, that he's inflexible about. There's other things that he will be flexible about, especially if those things or those players can help him win without being disruptive to the overall, you know, to the locker room. And and Cam Cam is not a guy that's going to be disruptive to the greater good or the locker room. He's a competitor. He's a winner. They've got an offensive coordinator in Josh McDaniels who has worked with a quarterback is stylistically, you know, like Cam in Tim Tebow. Now, there's, there's no comparison between the two players. Cam Newton is significantly better and has it was has been a much better pro than Tim Tebow has or was, but the the thing is, when you have certain players that have exceptional talent, what the Patriots have always been able to do, and this is one of Bill's gifts, is Bill has a system that he likes. However, he's willing and able, because he's so smart and he works so hard, to create a system or to you know certainly adapt certain things based on the strengths of the players and their skills. So I see this as being an opportunity. And I and here's another situation. I think the more time that they actually have off and have to work on the relationship between Josh and Cam and Bill and Cam, it's actually going to play into their favor a little bit. So, I, you know, I say to the AFC, to everyone who was celebrating when Brady left, they yeah, should have been celebrating. <laughs> you know, the opponents should have been celebrating. But now, yeah. this guy, I'm not saying this guy's Tom Brady, but it's also, you know, it's not like they're going to be going in there with an inexperienced quarterback who who has no pelt. Cam Newton is a good football player. Mahomes' contract, what'd you think? You've been affiliated with Kansas City and uh, getting that contract. Good contract, 
uh, bad contract. We had Drew Rosenhaus on, a sports agent, said that a lot of NFL agents were really disappointed he didn't get a better contract. What do you think? I love it because, again, you know, here, here's the thing. I, I never begrudge a player that goes after the money. And people see the, this number of what the – with a 10 years, at uh, you know, half a billion dollars. I mean, there's no doubt that that's enormous money. Everyone has broken this contract down and said, quote, you know, in their words, he left money on the table. Some players don't mind leaving money on the table. Different people have different drivers. Again, number 12 at the New England Patriots for years always left money on the table because what he wanted was rings, not a bigger bank account. And that's not to say that players who want more, more money are bad or that they're not judging them at all. Different people have different drivers. I love this contract because the player got a lot of money. He's going to be set not only himself, but generationally for his family. He took a lot of money. He left money on the table so they can continue to build around him because what the kid cares about is championships. I love a deal when both the club can win and the player can win. Again, he's not going to be going hungry anytime soon. Did he leave money out there? Maybe he did, maybe he did. The reason the agents don't love it is because, you know, high tides raise all boats. So every time the market goes up higher, their 3% goes up higher. I get it. But sometimes players care more about winning than they do the 3% that their agents are making. Scott, it's always great having you, man. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, man. Great talking to you. A little football here. All right. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and stay healthy, please. Patrick Mahomey, just a good guy. Not a poor guy, just a good guy. Joe Rose and those guys, always good in the morning. Be sure to listen to them from 5 to 10 on weekdays. Up next. Is there anything less exciting in the most exciting sport in the world than the Big Ten only playing other schools from the Big Ten? (laughs) Weekend observations just five minutes away, plus to Miami Monday, so I have music from a great Miami artist on the way here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and you can hear it. You can feel it. It's Miami Monday. So straight out of Hialeah. Got some Cuban and Venezuelan blood flowing through her and a whole lot of soul. Veronica Vega. Good girls. Think you know Veronica Vega? Maybe you do. She was on the popular reality TV show Love and Hip Hop Miami. I'm loving this one right here. Once again, it's Good Girls. Mm-mm-mm. Miami music on a Miami Monday, making the day just a little bit better. Need something else to brighten it up? I got you. Dan Lebetard, Stugatz, Weekend Observations. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boy Stu. Weekend Observations. Uh oh. Weekend Observations. Who's handling the beeps? Is it Bristol or. or, Oh, there it is. Okay. Beat it up, buddy. You got to trust the beeps. The beeps are there now for you. I understand that you slow it down. I thought he lost the read, to be honest, because he asked for it last break. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm a little worried about the beeps, but have we settled the beef situation? All right, let's go. It's settled. All right. Dan, after a much-needed week off, highlighted by our bosses announcing that they were taking an hour of our show away, Dan, we 
or back. That's right. Working less and making the same. <laughs> Dan, yeah. what you call a demotion, <laughs> I call a huge promotion. Oh, it was only a matter of time that someone stepped into that landmine known as Judaism. Amara Usman, congratulations on being the best ever at stepping on somebody else's feet. Here's an idea. You're a fighter. Fight. Stugat, this Usman. Is, this is going to take 40 minutes. at the More rate. like snoozeman. The Big Ten announced it will only play conference games this season. Is there anything less exciting in the most exciting sport in the world than the Big Ten only playing other schools from the Big Ten? <laughs> if three months ago you bet at a billion to one, ESPN Radio's new morning show would be Keyshawn Johnson, <laughs> Jason Williams, and Zubin Mahenta. Congratulations to Sean Jackson. What happened there, by the way? Who put that in there? It was a bit of an upset. A billion to one. Deshaun Jackson, you couldn't wait a week. A serious topic in my wheelhouse, a chance to get on SportsCenter, GMA, outside the lines, and who knows, maybe even get up. (laughs) Never taking vacation again. Except for this Friday, next Monday, little four-day weekend, minimum 72 holes of golf. I mean, did management go in alphabetical order? Did everyone say no? And they just skip right over me? I find myself holding my thumb and index finger together and pretending to be tipping a cup when I order an espresso. Weird thing I do. I don't want to kick a man when he's down, but I'm fairly certain over the weekend I increased my leverage with the Masvidal camp. People, he said there was going to be a surprise in his corner, and people thought it was going to be you, so they ended up getting disappointed. Surprise! It wasn't me. And surprise, he needs me. Dan, lots of unknowns surrounding the coronavirus. One thing we've learned about it, though is that in football, it only spreads in non-conference games. People have been saying sports are back. Do me a favor. I'll tell you when sports are back. And if you're wondering, this Thursday when Tiger tees off, sports are back. During the protest that will define our lifetime, we made wholesale changes to our radio lineup by adding two guys named Mike Greenberg and Max Kellerman. It might explain it might it might explain the morning show when you think about yeah. during race riots what good, the good afternoon point. looks yeah. like. Yeah. Odd feeling for it to be July thirteenth and the Mets aren't out of it. Mike Golick. Tip of the cap, my friend. Patrick is going to buy many Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick, many Mahomes. <laughs> One of the great moments for me since I started working at ESPN. The moment I realized that my friendship with Greeny had grown so strong that I found he was taking an hour of our radio show from Andrew Marshawn. <laughs> I, I thought for sure. I thought for sure you were going to run away with him and start Greeny and the Weenie. I really did. <laughs> I'm not going to leave in the noon hour. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> You're just going to sit here? <laughs> sit here and yeah, make, yeah. Make, make Greenberg dare, dare him to take you off. I am. I mean, I am going to sit there and trench. And, and listen, I love Greedy. Even though he didn't tell me in March, I did. If he needs me, I'll be here for him. Okay? I mean, I'll be there. Tony Romo. 
Academy Award and a green jacket. Collision course. I once said this about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Go ahead, Andy Reid. I <laughs> dare you to go 14-2 and two and allow Alex Smith to leave Arrowhead Stadium to leave Kansas City. Go ahead, I dare you. Because of Patrick Mahomes. Because you think you could turn Patrick Mahomes into something that Alex Smith is not. Alex Smith is a very good quarterback. The audacity. First off, to do this to Alex Smith, who's been very good and loyal to Andy Reid and won him a lot of football games. To dangle Patrick Mahomes out there because Andy Reid thinks he's some sort of quarterback whisperer, which he is not, by the way. I said that. <laughs> Billy's just doing whatever he wants with the beeps. <laughs> it doesn't even I make, love it. It doesn't even make any sense. I'd say sorry to Trey Wingo, but I'm fairly certain the day he has to stop waking up at 4 a.m. will be the greatest day of his life. <laughs> he aged. So with that said, Hal, congratulations. <laughs> He aged 100 years in a couple of years in the morning. I don't know how Golick stayed looking that young. Jeffrey Lurie's film company finishes Hitler documentary two days after Deshaun Jackson's anti-Semitic comments. Amazing, considering they started it one day after Deshaun Jackson's comments. (laughs) The Jaguars said they are planning to allow 25% capacity. Smart. Now they don't have to make any changes to their planning. Apparently, Duke paid a lot of money to Zion Williamson and his family who attend their university for nine months, and nobody cares. Dan, you said it before. I'll say it again. Trey Wingo. Ernie looks younger just by knowing he will no longer be hosting mornings. The SEC commissioners. If if, if he had done it for another year, he would have looked like Dick Vitale. I'm not even kidding you. The SEC commissioner said, quote, we are running out of time. Was he talking about the college football season <laughs> or, all or right. just in general? <laughs> I don't know what this NBA thing is going to be, but I know it's the best basketball players in the world, and I can bet on it. I'm good. Oh, the delight I took in changing all my fantasy tea names from 2 p.m. tea time to 1 p.m. tea time. I grew my hair out for eight months for a fight that took place in a country that I can't get into. And even if I could, it's a 22-hour flight away. Mike Ryan, go to hell. Yeah. And when you get there, say hi to Art Bryles for yes. me. Dad, those are the weekend observations. Nice, buddy. Always look forward to Mondays so you can hear Stugat's weekend observations. One of the other few reasons to look forward to Mondays, Miami Mondays right here. So next, more music from a local Miami artist, plus from these Miami guys. Here is my Mount Rushmore of French fries. Oh yes, it is National French Fry Day. Break out your Mount Rushmore and get ready for it next on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a Miami Monday, so I've got some good local Miami music for you from Veronica Vega. This one's a million. That's what I'm talking about right there. Miami's own. Actually, she's from Hialeah, but we'll call her Miami's own. Veronica 
Vega. Follow her on Instagram at Veronica Vega. Got that Cuban Venezuela going through her singing, songwriting, guitar. Yeah. Credit where you moving, ain't no limit. All this money on me, it ain't nothing. Cause she wanted a million. A million. Veronica Vega. One in a million, Hawkman. One in a million, Crowder. Crowder's on vacation, though, taking care of his babies. But no worries. My man, Alex Dono in the house. And today, it's National French Friday, so break out the Mount Rushmore. So today is National French Friday. Without further ado, now if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen this already. But here is my Mount Rushmore of French fries. McDonald's fries. And, and I'm telling you, if any of y'all have a list of four for Mount Rushmore and you don't have McDonald's fries on there, it's go time. Because if you're telling me that they're not in the four top fries in uh, in French Fryville, uh, we got problems. Right. And I would like to live in French Fryville, by the way. <laughs> me too. McDonald's fries, steak and shake, the very thin and crispy fries at steak and shake. The only problem with it is they keep the steak and shake restaurants too cold and the fries, uh, they don't retain their warmth long enough. That's uh, something, uh, something different. Hooters, curly fries, well done. I just talked about that with Ben Volan. And Chickies and Pete's crab fries, which are ubiquitous, you know, all around the Philadelphia area. Chickies and Pete's are everywhere, Jersey Shore. The only place to get them in Florida is at the BB&T Center, a Panthers game, Section 119. There's a Chickies and Pete's. You can get the uh, the cheesesteak there, but you can more importantly get their crab fries with the little cheese dipping sauce. So there you go, my fort. And the only, when I tweeted it out this morning, the only one that gave me pause, someone came back at me with Portillo's. And in Chicago, I mean, Portillo's is everywhere. They've got one in Tampa, I know. Portillo's fries are so good because they're kind of the crinkle cut fries and they come with a cheese dipping sauce as well. So uh, that gets my honorable mention. But there you go. McDonald's, Steak and Shake, Hooters, Chickies and Pete's. Dono, what do you got for your Mount Rushmore French fries? Of course, my list starts with McDonald's. Thank God. They're, they're, Thank they're just... God. Let's have a moment. <laughs> yeah, they, they are the gold standard, okay? Yes. Next on my list, I really love the Miami Subs fries. Not not the Nathan's fries that they also oh. have, but they're regular season fries. They serve really? them in a cup, which is more fun. I'm a big fan of season fries. That's I love it. You the know, Miami the, Subs fries. The delivery device for the fries makes a difference. Five Guys, to me, the fries are better because they're in a paper bag. Right. And I love the taste of french fries out of a paper bag and i'm with you out of the cup the cup makes a big difference but yeah not uh not miami subs or miami grill for me no and you tease the next one on my list five guys even yeah. though i don't go there that often because i i think their burgers are just a bit too greasy for my taste but the fries are the highlight for me i i love i love the vehicle they serve them in and i love the fact that they basically throw an entire extra scoop in your bag like it's it's gluttonous the way it, that they it serve really the is because they do they have it in the cup but then they just start shoveling more fries in the bag <laughs> so what great. a pleasure yeah and my final one very controversial because i know some people say the fries here suck and i think they kind of do but there's a catch if you get the in and out burger fries animal style with the nope. spread on top nope. then i'm i'm all over it like if you just nope. serve me their plain thin cut fries they get cold and dry way too quickly but if you serve it with the animal style which is like some combination of thousand island onions and cheese whatever they put in there i am 
I'm all over it, and I love it. Yeah, Doug Plagans tweeted at me this morning, in and out is the uh, top of the list for him. I don't like their fries. Their fries you have to order well done as well. I'm not even a big fan of their fries animal style, to be quite honest. I don't even think they're very good. But a solid list, I think, up until then. <laughs> uh, Alejandro Solana, what is your Mount Rushmore of French fries? National French Friday. Somebody texting in, by the way, and I don't know if I'm stealing any of your thunder, Solana. Someone, a lot of people texting in, waffle fries at Chick-fil-A. Here's my problem, and I like a good waffle fry. You go to Chick-fil-A, you're going to get the little pack of fries. Two to three of them are going to be perfect. They're going to be perfectly cooked. They're going to be perfectly tasting, but the rest of the fries in the Chick-fil-A thing are going to be either undercooked, not waffled enough. It's going to be the butt end of the potato. It it just, it's a a crapshoot with them. They're always dry. Like There's something about their fries. They're they're dry, and and if I dip them in enough Chick-fil-A sauce, they're good, but to me, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of their fries, even though I love, I think the waffle makes it more fun looking, but they're just not that good. Mm, I think two or three of them are great. If they were all like the good two or three, I'd have it on the Mount Rushmore, but unfortunately they're not. Alejandro Solana. Arby's first on my list. They're good. Arby's. Interesting. Now, if I was getting a potato item at Arby's, I would get the potato cake. Do they even have those anymore? Never heard of a potato cake. You never had the Arby's potato cake? Never had the Arby's potato cake. Don't even what? know what what is a potato cake. It's it's almost it was kind of their version of a latka almost. I mean it was kind of their version of of a potato pancake. That's what they were known for. You're telling me they don't have potato cakes at Arby's anymore? I could be mistaken. I only go to Arby's for French fries. I don't get anything else. I don't <laughs> consider anything else on the menu. I only I'm looking go there at for Arby's. Yeah, they've still got the potato cakes there. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. If you're getting a potato item at Arby's, it better be the potato cake. Arby's widely consider the best French fry out of the fast food chain. I so don't I, think I'm gonna have so. to disagree they with you. They are really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't I been Arby's, there in a hundred years. I had fries. Arby's like three or four months ago, and I, I was kind of underwhelmed with the sandwich that I got, but the fries are always perfect. Yeah, the curly fries I, hit different at Arby's. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Next on my list, sweet potato fries at Flanagan's. Oh, stop it. I mean, sweet potato fries it, on a Mount Rushmore of French fried potatoes. Sweet potato fries at Flanagan's are elite. A lot of people get fooled. They think the curly fries at Flanagan's are the best French fries to eat at Flanagan's. You're wrong. The sweet right. potato I, fries. I, I don't, it, look, I... <laughs> I've done this take a number of times. It gets people outraged. <laughs> a sweet potato fry is never, never preferable to a regular French fry. Period. Amen. End of story. On your list. If you have On fooled your yourself, if you have fooled yourself, you're hypnotized by the sweet potato lobby. There's no chance that after you order sweet potato fries, you've had a couple of them, you're not secretly wishing to yourself, man, I wish I had just gotten regular French fries. It always happens. Everybody always thinks they're being healthier. And, and, and then, by the way, to be healthier, you got to dip it in marshmallow sauce to make it good. I mean, good, uh, hey, I'm going to give I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to order the sweet potato fries. Can I get an extra marshmallow sauce with that? What? What are you doing? Yeah, uh, the, the the sweet potato fries are garbage. Uh, always okay. garbage. They get cold very easily. They get soggy very easily. So already your uh, your list is uh, discarded. But go ahead. Again, your list may not consider sweet potato fries. My no, list I'm telling you, guarantees. sweet potato fries are never on a Mount Rushmore of French fries, period. Because you could never have a sweet potato fry. There's never uh, four worse there's it's just it doesn't make sense the math doesn't add up it's weird because you're saying sweet potato fries can't be on a mount rushmore i'm making my mount rushmore and voila sweet potato fries have made an appearance so it's it's weird okay. it's but weird i'm telling you it's that. wrong it's weird and, <laughs> and i am the i am the caretaker for mount rushmore so yeah. it's wrong let's continue here with the definitive mount rushmore of french fries burger king 
Oh, all right. Now he's just goofing around. But I made this take a couple weeks ago. People like to hate on Burger King French fries just because it's like they're bad. No, it's like the cool thing to do. Every oh, Burger King. They're not good. Has upped their French fry game. They are now at the top of the (laughs) traditional fast food French fries. I'm telling you, Burger King. No, I've I've had them. My kid, I stopped there the other day. He's got the SAT prep course. There's a a Burger King. He likes their chicken fries. Got a chicken fry meal. And I said, you know, I got to try these French fries because I've never been impressed with Burger. Burger King French fries and they're bad like they're just they're still not good so I don't know where you're coming up with that they've raised their game finally waffle fries at Pollo Tropical do they have waffle fries they do yeah, they're amazing at they're, every they're, Pollo yeah. Tropical every I Pollo Tropical so. has waffle fries they're not fries. that good I mean uh, what's they're happening not. here you guys are over critiquing my list waffle fries at Pollo Tropical far better than the waffle fries at Chick-fil-a people don't like, know that but no but the, far the, 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 that's not even like a top five side I would get at Pollo Tropical because they have have like all, all the different the kinds yuca. of rice they've got the yuca beans. bites they've oh, got the they sweet plantains yuca. yeah no, we're not yeah, talking like they, about they've got tostones we're not talking about the but, best so, sides but why, at, at Pollo right, but why would you ever get their waffle fries because like they're, they're there's great. so many good sides there. they've got nutella empanadas now oh my god i love those yeah i wouldn't get an empanada pollo tropical i i think that's that's where where we you know we differ because you guys are going to pollo tropical for yuca tots when uh, not even close to being great yuca tots there and, <laughs> well, and, what are you going there for he's you, going there for waffle fries like if you you're go going there you like, go there for no you go there for what you go there for which is arroz con frijoles and uh, a piece of chicken and uh, some right, waffle but, fries. But, but, but why wouldn't fries. you go to why wouldn't you go to the Cuban guys then if you're going to make yeah. this big deal about well you guys go to Pollo Tropical <laughs> for all the wrong reasons like what are you going there for? Again, the definitive Mount Rushmore French fries: Arby's curly fries, sweet potato fries at Flanagan's, Burger King fries, it's and waffle really fries at Pollo Tropical. It's really hard to do a Mount Rushmore where you whiffed on all four. Like, I'll give him the Arby's. Up. The Arby's are good. The rest of them are trash. <laughs> I've come up with ones that I've whiffed on one or so, but to whiff on all four. Now I am absolutely hungry. Later in the show, I did jump on and I gave my Mount Rushmore of French fries. Of course, number one, the all-time greatest bribe food ever. Your mom would say, if you get good grades, we'll go to McDonald's and I'll get you some fries. So sure enough, McDonald's fries. I like Burger Fi a lot right here in South Florida because they use that peanut oil. You get the family size and just lie to them and say you're getting it for your family and you eat it like a meal. Yeah, that's good. Burgers and shakes right there on Collins in North Miami Beach. Oh, my goodness. They have got some thick, big fries Mm -mm, cooked to perfection. Then I'm going classic. Orida crinkle cut fries, but they have to be just a little bit undercooked. I don't like my fries crunchy. I like them a little soggy. You get in there and deliciousness. McDonald's. Burger fry, burgers and shakes, and then some frozen Orida crinkle-cut undercooked fries. Mmm, I am starving right now. I want to go home. I'm going to watch the big soccer matches tonight. Got LAFC, who I do love very much, taking on Houston, who I do not love very much. The Portland Timbers, who I love very much, taking on the LA Galaxy, who I don't love so much. Beers, french fries, soccer, Mount Rushmore's. Now, I've got my own Mount Rushmore beers. I don't want to get into them right now, but if I were to put together a Mount Rushmore of people to have beers with, Myers Leonard would definitely be on that list. Here's what he's been up to in the whole quarantine bubble NBA Orlando fun zone. I've heard some of the grumblings, right? Um, Oh, we're going to be in the bubble. We can't leave. We can't do this. We can't do that. Let me just explain something. 
We're making millions of dollars to play basketball for crying out loud. Something we already love. One. Two, we get paid lots of money to do it. Let's take care of our families. My brother and many other people in the military uh, sacrifice every single day. And they're gone for six, nine, 12 month tours, defending our country and putting their lives online. I think we're going to be okay. So embrace the suck is a, is a Navy SEAL thing. And like I said, David Goggins thing, which just means, listen, there's plenty that we can, pl- can complain about, but who's going to be the team that doesn't do that? Let me tell you something. If you're not the, if you're the team that does not, you're going to have a leg up. If you're a team that's built on culture, you're going to have another leg up. And then as you start to dial in the basketball piece, which we have a very talented team, that's where the the next level championship mindset and and then gameplay comes from. It's every day. It's mental. It's physical. Nobody said this was going to be easy. But nobody said some of these ops that a lot of my buddies have been on were easy. <laughs> but they did them. Myers Leonard just keeping it real. And he's also been sending out Instagram pictures of him chugging beers, shotgunning beers, a lot of Coors Light, which is not really my favorite beer. I'll drink it if it's free, but it's really kind of like making love in a canoe. It's like water. Nonetheless, I respect that. The man's in there staying safe, downing some beers, just kind of kind of keeping it real for the Heat, and I'm ready. I'm telling you right now, NBA Finals, Heat, Pelicans, I'm losing my mind. Wait till they get to the playoffs. Did someone say playoffs? That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. That's what I'm talking about, Jim Moore. He one time coached the Saints. He wasn't saying that as a Saints coach, rather as an Indianapolis Colts coach, but... Playoffs? Playoffs? Oh, yeah. Finals, I'm telling you. Heat, Pelicans, book it. This has been a Miami Monday. Great Miami music. Great times with you. Let's do it all again tomorrow, except it'll be Tuesday, a little closer to the weekend on the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.